eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. With the weight game, like I mentioned, Josh Hart, uh, he makes his decision uh, to extend the deadline to his player option for next season. It was a decision that both him and the Knicks agreed to. Hart previously told Taylor Rooks that he would be opting out of his contract this summer to become an unrestricted free agent. But the pause uh, in the negotiation could mean he's at least considering picking up that option by doing so he would leave himself eligible for a potentially bigger payday via a new extension with the knicks knicks will be able to pay josh hart 81 million dollars on a four-year extension if he opts into next season by doing so knicks will also save some money this season keeping them further away from the dreaded luxury tax so tommy why do you think josh hart elected to extend this deadline and how realistic is it that he opts in uh and signs an extension in your eyes yeah, I think it's pretty realistic. I think they're they're kind of trending in that direction. So um, let's preface this by just kind of going over some of the particulars um, and get that out of the way. So um, on the contract, Josh Hart had previously signed with the Pelicans, actually, but before being traded to Portland, yep. um, has a player option for next season, the 23-24 season, for $12.9 million. That, uh, upon its inception, upon the signing of the contract, that, that decision date – um, was set to expire Saturday night. Both teams decided to extend it all the way up to Thursday at midnight, right before the start of free agency. Um, uh, and because it, it, it potentially benefits, it does benefit both sides to kind of go in this direction and potentially uh, in, include, uh, it could benefit both sides by having Josh Hart opt in and then signing extension. Um, so just a little bit of the details on that. Um, previously under the old CBA, you could only sign a contract for a hundred per 120% of your, of the final year of the contract. Um, that's been uh, increased from 120% to 140%. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, Hart would at least consider this, um, because of that, because of that increase in percentage, Hart could potentially sign a four-year extension worth up to $81.2 million. Okay. So why would Josh Hart? Um, accept a $12.9 million contract for next season when he could make more than that on the open market because the Knicks could, he could opt into that final year of the contract. And then in August, um, again, it, it couldn't be simultaneously, but obviously there'd be essentially a handshake agreement. 
that the Knicks would sign him to that four-year extension. Knicks don't have to give him the full eighty-one point two million. It could be seventy-nine. Right. It could be eighty-six. You know, I mean, it could be seventy-six. Could be you know, whatever case is. Obviously, you would assume it, it's more towards the end, the end of the spectrum. So the benefit for Hart for opting in and extending. He adds an extra year, so instead of four years of guaranteed money on the open market, again, that's assuming that another team's willing to, you know, give him a four-year contract, which I assume there would be plenty. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, would it be at 15 for four years per? Would it be at 16? Would it be at 14? You know, we don't know. Um, if he signed the full, uh, the opted in for 12.9 this upcoming season and then signed the four-year extension, that's five years of guaranteed money for, for Josh Hart. Basically takes him throughout his prime. Yeah. Um, if he does, so if he does sign that uh, opt-in and sign the extension, that's ninety-four million over over five years, essentially right around eighteen point eight million dollars per season, which is probably a little bit higher than market value um, on an annualized basis for Hart. You know, if you if you if you secret polled all thirty GMs, my guess would be they probably feel most comfortable paying Josh Hart somewhere between. 13 to 17 million dollars a year maybe 14 to 18 million dollars a year um so you know 19 you know essentially 19 million dollars a year maybe a smidge over um value why would nicks consider this Uh, how would it benefit them why would they use to because again this was mutually agreed upon this decision to extend the deadline from saturday to thursday the knicks the primary benefit for New York of having Josh Hart opt in um, for under $13 million this year is it reduces their salary cap uh, commitments for the upcoming season. That's important, obviously, not just because it gives them more caps flexibility um, in terms of relative to the salary cap, but just as importantly, relative to the luxury tax line. Um, and that's a number, season number, it's basically dollar for tax. Um, and not only does it, you know, this is the thing we're just in. James Dolan's bottom line it impacts the Knicks flexibility in terms of being hard capped and the way that they can kind of um, benefit uh, the way that they can kind of tweak their roster, not only this right. season, but going forward. So um, I say all of that to say this, there's, there's pros and cons for both sides. Um, but I think ultimately the Knicks want Josh Hart. He's a perfect fit. I think Hart wants to be in New York. He understands he's a perfect fit. He, he seems to love playing in New York. Why wouldn't you? Um, he's playing with his buddy, Jalen Brunson. They're a competitive team on the rise in his prime, uh, in the capital of the world. Um, so my, my guess is, uh, you know, pure speculation that this gets done. Um, I think he opts in, I think he signs a four-year extension. I don't know if it'll be the max 81 million. Um, it, it really wouldn't surprise me. And I don't think that'd be a bad deal. Um, but I see the next kind of having a descending value as they like to do on their contracts. Does that final year have a player option? Does it have a team option? Those are kind of the things that they'll negotiate on. Um, but I think looking at the big picture, all things considered, this is pointing towards both sides coming to an agreement sometime before Thursday at midnight. Yeah, I think so. I, I agree with that. I think it, if you get to a point where you you move the deadline back to Thursday, it makes me feel like there are probably productive enough conversations happening yes. where they feel like, okay, we'll find a way to a number. Maybe we're not there today, but by Thursday, we'll definitely get there at this point. And I think that this would be a great benefit to the Knicks, uh, particularly because you get Josh Hart at that lower number this offseason. And then what happens with that, as you mentioned, um, it, it opens up your, your flexibility when it comes to being further away from that luxury tax. It gives you more flexibility with making sure you can ensure you get that full mid-level exception. Uh, you may have to release some guys, and Derrick Rose not being here will we'll add to that as well. So I think in many ways this is uh, a, a benefit to the Knicks if this does indeed happen. The Knicks have, interestingly enough, they've been benefiting from – having players that they sign 
to descending contracts in terms of value here. This may be a rare occasion where you have it kind of flipped, where the Knicks will benefit today by having a guy at a lower number and then maybe paying him a little bit later. And I, I think that, you know, essentially Josh Hart's got to make a decision. Look, five years, $95 million, essentially, which is what you'd be talking about when it comes to a, a full extension, if that is what the Knicks are offering. Can you get that on the open market? I don't think so. I mean, not in this market. No, these are not not for a team that you'd probably want to play for. Like, you know, could the Rockets give you that? Could the Spurs give you that? Maybe, but do you want to play for those teams that are going to be uh, near the bottom, especially the Rockets? Maybe the Spurs will turn around quickly with Wemby, but with the Rockets, do you want to be near the bottom there for a long period of time? I, I would doubt that. He's talked about wanting to be in the Northeast. He's talked about uh, trying to have a stable situation because of, you know, the newborn twins that he has now with his wife. So, um, this benefits all parties, so I, I hope that it gets uh, gets done. We saw Josh Hart and his impact on the team last season. A one locker room guy, a one guts and guile kind of guy, and he's the kind of player you need if you're going to end up eventually figuring this thing out and winning a championship. I always like to look at a roster prior to when they ever get to that mountaintop and say, "Who are guys on this team that I could see being there on the podium when the Knicks are hoisting a?" Larry O. Larry O. B. Trophy. I feel like Josh Hart feels like one of those guys. I feel like he's a Bruce Brown. I feel like he's an Aaron Gordon. I feel like he's one of those guys where you say, hey, Knicks brought him in. And it wasn't the first year. It wasn't the second year or the third year. But maybe a couple years down the line, you look at him and say, that move is a guy, as a move that ended up impacting the Knicks in a big way. And it's the reason why they eventually get over this hump. So uh, Josh Hart, if they can find a way to get it done, I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, to your point, um, basically the only teams with that that have the cap space should he opt out and become an unrestricted free agent. Knicks could obviously still re-sign him. Um, you know, could you know, uh, but the the other teams that that have cap space that exceed the mid-level exception, which is essentially right around twelve point two million, um, a team like the Rockets, uh, the Spurs, uh, the Jazz, that their space is gone with the Josh Collins trade. Yep. The Pistons still have space. There's really only three teams. Uh, the other team is the Magic. The Magic are the one team. If I was Orlando, I would make a serious run at Josh Hart. Um, yeah. Decide to opt out. He's one. You know, he, they're a team that's kind of um, obviously still on the rise, but you know, he can kind of establish an identity and, and show the young kids how to play. Kind of that perfect mix of competitive now mentor role. Um, you know, still be competitive a couple of years in the future when you're younger, when your kids and, and, and Benchero and those guys get a little bit older and, and are ready to compete uh, for playoff wins, et cetera. Um, you know, but there there are limited opportunities for Josh Hart should he opt out. Um, and uh, and again, just circling back to kind of the money whole situation, um, as EJ mentioned, uh, the primary benefit of getting Hart to opt in. Um, and, and staying below the luxury tax line this year is it gives you access to the full mid-level to tax non-taxpayer exception, which is 12.2 million, which opens up a whole avenue of opportunities for guy like guys like Dante Divincenzo, uh, Bruce Brown, um, you know, and we'll you know we'll talk about uh, Divincenzo specifically in a bit. Um, yeah. But uh, yes, so th- those are kind of the minutia, you know, the details behind it. Big picture. Whether he opts in and they sign an extension, which I think, again, is is in his best interest as well as the Knicks, which is why I think it will get done, or he opts out, I still think the Knicks resign him. Big picture, the Knicks need to bring Josh Hart back. I think it's one of their top priorities. Um, I understand he didn't play particularly well and was a little bit um, – his flaws were a little bit exposed in that Miami series. But think about the 25 games from the from the trade deadline to the end of the regular season where he was part of uh, the second unit that was the best second unit in the NBA. Um, grit, guts, competitiveness, a high IQ, 
um, solid locker room guy, just a staple uh, of one of those guys that helps you build a, you know, winning culture is probably an overused cliche in sports today. Yeah. He kind of epitomizes it. And that's why the Knicks need to keep Josh Hart around. I remember it was only his first playoff experience, like yep. because Josh Hart's been around the league for a while. And because he kind of has this reputation of being a winning player, I think, you know, there's an expectation that, oh, well, you know, he's been in the playoffs a bunch and he should have been better in Miami. It's like, well, no, this was his first go around in the playoffs. And by the way, he was really solid against Cleveland. One of the reasons why they won that series, uh, him guarding Donovan Mitchell the way he did, uh, helped Knicks, you know, just extinguish the Cleveland Cavaliers quickly in five games. So Josh Hart is a, a much needed piece of this team. So if they can get a deal done, that'd be uh, great, especially when you consider the Knicks gave up a first round pick in this year's draft. Uh, to acquire Josh Hart. So you want to make sure you get the return on that investment by keeping here long term.